Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world, though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez here. Thanks again for tuning in. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Jared S. Taylor. He is the co-founder and CEO of Block Health. He's got four plus years in healthcare staffing, credentialing, and entrepreneurship experience. FMR Business Development Executive at Medicus Healthcare Solutions previously. And uh, he was also previously the head of customer success at GoGoHire. He was a founder of the Slice of Healthcare podcast, Play More Tennis and Startup Combos blog. He's also an author, and the book's called It's Your Future, Plan for It. He's an outstanding individual doing some great things in healthcare, and such a privilege to have Jared S. Taylor here with us. Jared, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me, Saul. It's a pleasure. So before we dive into Block Health and the work that you guys do there, you know, it's always fascinating to hear what stories got our guests into healthcare. So what inspires your work in healthcare? So when I first graduated college, I went into investment banking. So I always thought I wanted to get into and turns out once I got into it on a full time basis, I realized that it wasn't for me. It was not something I liked. I liked talking with people, understanding their problems, coming up with a solution wherever possible. So I, I ended up leaving that job pretty quickly and moved into a healthcare consulting recruiting company, hmm. which you referred to at Medicus Healthcare Solutions. There I focused on business development, building relationships with health systems and it was there I really gained a serious interest in, in healthcare and some of the inefficiencies that are present within the industry, which there's a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And it was there I, I became obsessed with kind of the onboarding process of healthcare professionals and really wanted to improve upon it, which I did after I left with Block Health. Very cool. Very cool. So started off in investment banking. You're like, nah, I want to do something more interesting, something that is more in line with helping people and you're still solving problems because there's a big opportunity to onboard folks better, whether it be physicians, whether it be executives at healthcare systems or payer systems. Tell us a little bit about how you guys are doing it and the value you're bringing to the ecosystem. Absolutely. So we are building a cloud-based ecosystem of services and solutions to alleviate the non-medical recurring requirements of healthcare professionals and organizations so that they're able to focus on higher value treatment like patient experience, outcome, and revenue generation. Mm -hmm. So the current process, it's really archaic. It requires multiple duplicated efforts and it's not a great experience for the healthcare professional, whether it be an advanced practitioner, physician, or other healthcare professional. And what we've done is we've like really focused in on the initial credentialing transaction where data is collected from the professional. And then we look at all the endpoints. What other services can that data be used for? 
And what we've built is a smart universal common application that's able to take in all these inputs from the professional or organization and then map those inputs out to the various services that leverage that information, like credentialing, which is really the process of verifying a healthcare professional's work history, education history, skill set, affiliations, and state license registration and renewals, DEA registration and renewals, provider enrollment, getting them set up with the insurance payers for billing. And that's been our really core focus right now. And then, you know, you heard me say early on, an ecosystem. We're adding in those other parts of the process that leverage that data to make a much better experience and make life easier for the professional and the organization. I heard that it takes months, like four or five months to get all this stuff done usually. Is that true? Yeah, it's it's a really long time. That's if you have kind of everything in order too. It can We've definitely seen it go beyond six, seven months in some health systems and other organizations. It's crazy. It's, it can be a crazy process. And, and as it relates to like provider enrollment with the payers, depending on the time of the year too, like that can add a lot of extra time onto the process as well. I mean, it just it just seems like that shouldn't be. I mean, six, seven, eight months. I guess it goes back to the antiquated way of doing things. So walk us through what makes you guys different and better than what's available. So really trying to make the process as simple as possible, providing a way for the professional and the administrator to use their information for more tasks. So what you'll see a lot is you're able to leverage information in some of these other systems out there for like credentialing or enrollment or just licensing individually. But no one's been able to really come in and say, we're going to help you use your data for all the tasks that require your data. So that was a big focus for us. No one's building an ecosystem where you're able to do everything that you need to in regards to the whole onboarding process from within one platform. And really taking a healthcare professional focus, saying, how are we going to make life easier for the professional? And our belief is if you make life easier for the professional, you also make life easier for all the other stakeholders that need to be involved in the process. Totally. So what does the timeline look like for you guys? So it really depends on like the service that's being offered. So we're both the credentialing verification organization that can go in and do the verifications and the data repository to store the information. It depends what service they want to use us for. Okay. So in really the time of the year. So we we try to save initially several weeks on the process out of the gate. And then we've been moving towards saving several months, depending on the task being offered. That's a big difference. So, and you're able to do it just because everything's integrated on the platform for them to use the data they have. And it just makes it a lot faster. Yeah. So we built it and we have our unique internal process when someone's using us for the service-based side of the business. Mm -hmm where we're using our software. And since we built our software, we're able to even use our software faster than if anyone else used it. So when people want to contract directly with us, they also experience speed on that front. There's also just the speed of, for instance, we work with a lot of telehealth companies. Telehealth company often needs to get their providers enrolled with the payers, Mm -hmm. get them multiple state licenses, handle all their renewals, and just do the basic primary source verification to determine, you know, are they a bad actor or are they a really good provider? So for organizations that need all those services, we're really a great platform for them because mm. they're able to experience the value add of having the data of one professional be used for all those different tasks without being asked for it multiple times. Very cool. 
how has what you guys have been doing made business better or improved outcomes? Really, it's, it's improved outcomes by placing less, you need to fill out this, you need to fill out that on both the professional and the organization. So being able to use their data for more, which mm-hmm. um, especially when you're having to use it for multiple tasks, provides significant time savings and cost savings because you're not, you know, you save a couple of days in this process. It's a substantial increase to the bottom line for the organization that we're dealing with. So, and it's also about building the early building blocks of an ecosystem, which becomes even more valuable as we build up the data of the healthcare professionals, which they have the consent, they provide consent to what we can use that data for. Mm-hmm. But like what we're putting in motion, we're still in the earlier stages. We started with credentialing and enrollment. And we're moving into other parts of the healthcare ecosystem as we continue to get better at what we've started with early on in the process. Great. And so as you consider some of the building and growing pains, what would you say has been one of those biggest setbacks and what's been a key learning from it? Yeah, I would say in our early days, we originally started as a healthcare staffing marketplace for nurse anesthetists and anesthesiologists. That was leveraging my previous experience being in that space and creating a more efficient staffing structure, right? That's Mm -hmm. what I wanted to do. We actually ended up having a lot of success out of the gate and ran into some issues because of that success with having to get out-of-state providers, state licenses, and then get them credentialed quickly. So this is before there was any platform on our end. So we had to do it manually. And we ended up having a just a super inefficient process, not because uh, all on us, because the state license process and the certain state we were working in and the process with the health system we were contracting with was not smooth. Right. All of the providers that we placed in, we placed in like a week when no one else yeah. could place you know, one in a couple of months at the time. And they ended up all backing out because the process took so long. And it was at that point, we started building up the scar tissue to say, oh, geez, this is a really true statement. And we need to build a credentialing tech company as a result of this. And it's, it doesn't matter how quickly you place someone if you can't get them licensed and credentialed in a timely manner. Totally. It's all for nothing. Totally. So that's what we kind of built the initial process on. You know, wow. our, our negative experience mm-hmm. with state licensing and credentialing. And then we started having all these customer interviews. So we used that, I guess you could say, setback yeah. to, to learn from it and then learn more from it by contacting other people that have had similar setbacks. Yeah. So you're placing all these people and you, you just have this like this bottleneck, which is state licensure and verification and everything that needs to happen. And you're like, well, what good is this? If these people are backing out, there's an opportunity here for us to do this better. Exactly. Cool, man. I mean, like, that's just like, <laughs> you, you find the challenge and you're like, well, this is why our business is not getting the traction it needs. So now you're like, let me address it because I bet I'm not the only one dealing with this. <laughs> exactly. So um, very cool, man. And I love how you guys pivoted to make it what it is today. What are you most excited about today? I'm excited about the initial progress that we've made on the credentialing front mm-hmm. and the initial internal progress that we've been seeing for the products that we haven't released yet. I'm very excited to continue building this ecosystem. So being able to have the ecosystem where the professional and the organization can do all things in that onboarding process in one place is super exciting to me because I realize how much pain there is in this process. And you know, we're really focused on 
quality, helping these organizations generate revenue earlier than they have in the past, and then provider experience. It's something often overlooked. So we're excited about the steps that we're taking to create a better provider experience and create an earlier revenue, I guess, recognition process for the organizations that we work with. Love it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And so now there's an opportunity for everyone listening to consider another option. If you have found yourself in Jared's shoes where you're frustrated with this process, check them out. It's blockhealth.com and you could find out more about them there. But I want to just lock in with you here for a second, Jared, and ask you that you give us a closing thought. And then the best place that the listeners, aside from your website, they can reach out to you and find out ways to collaborate. Absolutely. Just a closing thought, you know, if you're interested in learning more about us, as you just said, the website is blochealth.com. If you want to get to know more about me and connect directly, I'm on LinkedIn, Jared, J-A-R-E-D-S, Taylor. And you know, I, I connect with most people on there that are interested in collaborating or interested in learning more, happy to talk. And yeah, I'm just really fired up about what we're doing at Block Health and what we will continue to do. And I think we're in an industry, well, I guess you could even call it a sub-industry within healthcare that's so ripe for innovation. And you know, we have the right team to do it. And I'm very excited about what the second half of 2020 brings and how things will look as we move forward. Love it, brother. Well, certainly great work with all the innovations you guys are bringing to the space and certainly rooting for you guys here on the side. Thanks for jumping on to to tell us more about it. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners. No podcast? No problem. Launch a professional podcast you'll love in four weeks. Most people hire production companies to edit and distribute content that sounds bad and does nothing for their revenue or their network. But you could turn the key to a made-to-order podcast and skip all the pitfalls that make 90% of shows discontinue after five episodes. We've got the expertise, the elbow grease, and you're back on this one. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.